Welcome back to the News and Views Radio Network. It is Giving Hearts Day. I don't know what yours are. I posted mine on social media, and actually I missed one or two. Uh, But it is a great day, a great day to double up your money and make sure that the donations you give go even farther. Further, farther, Abby will uh, chew me out about one of those a little bit later. Craig Beer is with us right now. He's with the Fargo Parks Foundation. And, of course, Fargo Parks, one of the gold standards uh, for uh, the community that we broadcast out of and, and what goes on in terms of bettering people's life. Craig, good to have you on News and Views. Thanks for having me, Joel. It's an exciting day for our community and an exciting day for our foundation, for sure. Explain to me why anyone should give to the Fargo Park Foundation. Great question. So, you know, our foundation was uh, set up um, and we have a volunteer board of great community leaders. And, we, you know, when you say the Fargo Park District, you know, is a good is a great standard. Our foundation's mission is to make it even better. Um, we can invest in projects, uh, find partnerships to take, for example, a good playground to an unbelievable playground. Or, for example, when we started looking at the Fargo Park Sports Complex project and, um the magnitude of what we needed to get done to truly impact our community, we knew we needed our partners in our community to help us get to where what we're building today. So that's it in a kind of a nutshell. We're trying to take some, some something from really good to something fantastic, and that is our mission. And we have some incredible projects we're working on right now, and we're inviting people to join us to help make them even better. Well, I have to tell you that when I said the gold standard, I, I truly believe that. You know, we've been talking economic development a lot. In fact, we did that yesterday with the chamber. And, Craig, one of the things that, that you and your organization does is it helps business recruitment as well. I realize we're looking with a, a broader stroke here. But, you know, that's one of the first things young people say, how is it when they choose whether or not they're going to live there? And I think that needs to be talked about more, Craig. Yeah, you're right. There's We've talked to a lot of other communities that have built something of our magnitude for this sports complex, and they said you will be, won't be shocked if you're giving tours every day to people that are thinking about moving to the community or it could be businesses that are, this is a part of the tour of the community. They'll take them downtown and they'll take them to the park system and to the sports complex, to the Hallbert Aquatic Center. People want to know, want to have a great situation for their families and they move here. I mean, quality of life is a big deal. And so you're exactly right. Um, We are a part of our community and the fabric of it. And anytime we can do something like this, it helps our community grow. You want an easy one, Craig? Here it comes. Be ready, okay? If I walk on a on a Fargo uh, bike path or uh, take uh, this weekend, I saw people out uh, cross-country skiing, and I saw pond hockey happening, and I saw all of those things because I was enjoying. How much does it cost me? <laughs> it is free, Joel. Free to the public. <laughs> that one's going to cost you a beer or something. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't get any easier. But that that's the point, right? I mean, the, the point is... You know, it's it's there for everyone to enjoy. And I think that's a big part of this. Absolutely. And that is a big part of our mission is to provide as much free access as possible or to keep our fees as, you know, uh, as low as possible. We have scholarship programs. Uh, for example, in the sports complex building, we're going to have nearly a 400-meter walking track that will be free to the public. Anytime we're open, people are welcome to come and walk and jog and um and just think about our long winters and that just that one amenity in that building is going to get used by hundreds of thousands of people every year, which is so fantastic. 
The other thing I think that you guys do well is look 10, 20 years out because right now what you're getting, and, of course, once the, the Fargo diversion is, is completely done, you're going to see more building and more building and more building south, and that's going to be a bigger challenge to you guys. And partnering with some of the school districts and others to do what your goal is to do I think is is futuristic, and I think it, it stops – people from paying twice for something yeah i think we're really proud of our partnerships we have with the city and with our school dis- school districts um, we share a lot of amenities we work together in planning uh, so we're pretty proud of that and honestly we have other communities that reach out to us and ask how do you guys do that like with the schools for example with we share parking lots we share fields we share pools we share you know we we don't duplicate we do our best to not duplicate uh, so yeah, we're we're very proud of that, and uh, we we want to look forward. And I think sometimes we almost take it for granted how much growth we see in Fargo. But I mean, we have to be thinking ahead. And the sports complex is a great example. We have this amazing, you know, this first part of the building would be four hundred fifteen thousand square feet of recreation space, and we have ability to add a couple hundred more thousand to it with another turf filled and more basketball courts and more ice someday. So we're thinking. Not to the next 10 years, the next 50 years plus. So here's the big question. You know, people my age matter too. <laughs> Craig's going, hello. Yeah, but, but how many pickleball courts are you going to have in five years? We will have um, just about 15 months we'll be opening, or I should say in 2024, we'll have six dedicated pickleball courts. But we'll be able to, you know, for big events, we'll have on our eight basketball courts, we can add let me do some quick math here. That'd be 24 additional. So we can have up to 30 pickleball courts for a major event in our new building. I was expecting you to say a lot. I, <laughs> I didn't know that you were actually going to pass the math test. Yeah. I mean, Craig, good job. But uh, who would have thought that that was going to be one of the bigger issues? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I shouldn't say issues, but needs out there. And I think there's something cool about that. Also, Craig, hey, people- Joel. Our, yeah. The givingheartstay.org, it just surpassed $9 million in donations. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't even have my money yet, Abby. Right. It's not even 9 a.m. And they passed $9 million with 14,493 donors. Holy cow. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Craig, since we want to help you out, uh, how do people give again for you? Um, real quick, I just want to announce a, kind of a big announcement. Um, so as of this morning, we are at, of our million-dollar match, thanks to the Qualvac family, we have raised $675,000 towards that million-dollar match. Just an amazing, it. amazing outpouring of people wanting to be a part of this project. And, and talk about a family that took something tragic and turned it into something positive. They, they are amazing. I've gotten to know them and, and seen the heartbreak and seen the, the hope. Uh, and, the, you know, the, just way to go. Uh, they, they, they have come through again, and I think that means a lot. So thank you, Craig. Thanks for coming on, man. Yes, thank you, Joel. You bet.